I'm Greg Miller from kindoffunny.com and you're listening to Podcast X, Y, and Z. Welcome to Podcast X, Y, and Z, yeah, yeah. the world's number fun video game podcast. Right uh, I'm one of your hosts, Caleb Pearson, to my immediate right, Andrew Matthew. What's up? How you doing? I'm pretty good. Yeah? Uh, to those watching, there's new things on the set. We got orange vanilla Coke on the set. And so here's the thing. Andrew <laughs> has his go-to remedy, his formula, his ritual, Water what have you. Water in a mug. It's and I, the okay. mugs. The mugs are cool, the mugs are and nice. the ambiguity of what we're drinking yeah, is cool, nice. but... It's it's water I'm in a mug. I'm already done. I, uh, yeah. So expiration date on that. Yeah. Time to mix it up. Orange vanilla Coke is out. I don't know. Can we show the full brand here? It is. We're not famous enough for that to matter. Yeah, yeah, Orange yeah. vanilla Coke, right? YouTube cancels our show. It's so good. I figured I'd bring it. A lot of things are happening, and it's just delicious. And, and so I'm gonna mix it up. Yeah, there's a great man. You and got now, the haircut. and I have good. the haircut as well. Things are happening. It's changed for the better. Everything's great, man. I'm feeling good. How are you doing? Yeah. Super good. Busy but good. I love it. Uh, it's good to be back with you. Yeah, we did remastered two yes, days ago. We did. So for those fun. of you who don't know, we run Media Interactive. Uh, Patreon.com/slash/MediaInteractive is our homepage. For one or three dollars a month, you can support us, get exclusive access to other podcasts where we talk about TV, movies, music, Everything. faith, literally whatever we want, Andrew. Mm -hmm. And also. Every Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, we come at you with podcasts X, Y, and Z to talk about all things Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. So thank you for those that support us over at Patreon.com. And they are as follows. Zan the Man, Xander, newly married. Shout out to that guy. Sue, Silas, Sam, Ryan, George, Harry, Lauren, Josh, Kirby Curbs, Jonathan, Jake, Brendan, and Brad. We Woo! love you guys so much. We, we thank you for your support. You guys... Helped us budget the set and this Coke and this computer and this, this mic and my haircut. I haven't got a haircut because well, we haven't had enough money. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why you look like a bumpkin. Uh, we'll roll with that. Uh, but hey, thank guys, you guys so point, much. Caleb had a he had a top bun ever before I did, even before I. Did. Oh, that's true. And it was I got to a ponytail. Yep. It was what was it? Freshman year. It was a long freshman time year of college. You... Statistically, when you are the dumbest you'll ever be, <laughs> that's when I had my ponytail. You were like the first. I guess Aaron had it, but anyways. Whatever, dude. It didn't look We're good. We're here. We're good, man. Yeah. Ah, uh, it feels good to we be said back. Said our patrons. What do um, we just jump into this? Yeah, we'll we'll jump. But first, I have to apologize oh, to you. Okay. All right. Uh, we have our Monday night gaming ritual. Yeah, we missed it. And well, I don't know if you missed it. Let me make my confession first. I fell asleep. You did? I slept from 8 p.m. <laughs> oh, until 8 a.m. It was pretty cool. Glad you like, I've never asleep. done that in life. I don't think having a solid 12 hour like it was a surprise. Yeah. But I woke up feeling a little guilty. Oh, it's fine. Did you play? I, uh... Did this, you... is, this, this story's gonna sound sad and it is, because I'm gonna preface it's not sad. Loser. From 9.30 to 10.30, I sat on the Xbox homepage waiting. That sounds really sad. Is that true? Yeah. But Andrew! It's, no, no, it's not that don't bad. Don't make me it's, feel bad. No, it's not that bad. I'm telling you, it's not that bad. I was, like, just... I was resting, too. I was, like, on my phone. It wasn't a big deal. But I was, like, oh, wait. Because I didn't want to play by myself. I was just, like, bored. But it's, everything is fine. <laughs> Dang, bro. I was ready to apologize and then for you to be like, oh, I skipped no, no. too, ha, ha, ha. But you're actually a loser making me feel bad. <laughs> no, I honestly, it wasn't that bad. I was fine. I, did it, I knew I shouldn't have said it, but I, I mean, I waited for you. And now I don't even feel bad. I just pity you. Yeah. You're such a loser, bro. Because do you ever get in those moods where you like you want a game, but you don't want a game by yourself? Dude, I'll get in those moods where you know how it makes it like, dunk, when you're when you're navigating the Xbox screen. Yeah. I'll just move back and okay, forth. Okay, so it's not that big a deal that I did that. That's a universal truth, bro. But you don't you don't convey that to yeah. the audience. Well, you did right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
But hey, anyway, anyway I'm sorry. It's okay. Okay? I I'm sorry. From what it sounds like, none of our other idiot friends got on either. Tommy got on right as I got off. Well, that's just Tommy for you. That's yeah, so Tommy. But it's um, okay. Our, yeah. our Monday Night Gaming has been fun. Daniel has joined us for that. If you guys want to join us, please play with us. We play Xbox every Monday night at 10 p.m. You want to throw my Xbox gamer tag I'll in I'll throw both of our Xbox Do gamer it. tags. Um, Andrew, before this podcast, we had a wonderful political discussion. We, we just had a great just it was all cool. around Heart to heart, mind to mind. The, the way this country was built, we got to talking. You know? Yeah. And our camaraderie off screen is just as cool yeah. as our camaraderie on screen. Yeah. And that's what's good about Podcast Remastered and all the other stuff we do. Yeah, check it out. Seriously. You but guys... this is something special, Andrew, because we could talk about video games. We love it. Uh, it's we so fun. It warms it. my heart. Thank you for those uh, live in the chat. Feel free to throw out your thoughts as we bring up these news stories. If you have anything you'd like us to talk about, throw it in the yeah. chat. We yes. will acknowledge you. Please. We will support you. We will make fun of you. It's a perfect package. I, I love the segment that you have done in the past where you said, we'll take, a, we'll take like listener questions at the end. And I would love to like start every podcast by saying during this whole thing, please just throw in your questions. And at the end, if we don't get to them, if we don't get to them live, we'll get to them at the very end, and I'll definitely cover all the questions. I'd love that. So cool. Definitely throw your questions in. If you're listening, just watch us live. I mean, watch, listen to the HD audio because it's crisp. Our voice sounds perfect. Oh yeah, it sounds like we know what we're talking about. But uh, watch us live because it's really fun. People in the chat are really fun. Cool, cool. All right, Andrew, you want to just jump into it? Let's do it. We got, looks like, six story missions in Quite our campaign for today. Uh, story mission number one, Andrew, Borderlands 3 and Borderlands 1 Remastered. All things Borderlands. All things Borderlands. Now, I, I don't have a ton of experience. Okay. That's cool. With these games, I'm totally. going to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah. And so I did wa- you watch it live? I did. Oh, I'd love Which, to hear this then. What okay. was your outside perspective? Give me all the like terrible, like, you hated it. Hated it. Right, yeah, okay, go, let's hear it all. And, and but the, here's the important truth uh-huh. that I I am a, aware of the industry enough to know that was a debunked like presentation. Yeah, so, things no, totally. clearly, so clearly. There, if you didn't watch it, the stream didn't wrong. work. Like the stream just really didn't work. Um, everything about Gearbox is sleazebally to me. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, Randy. I have not played Borderlands, <laughs> but if if sweat became personified and mm-hmm. gave a video game press conference that would have been it wow i don't like i don't want to watch that's it again, the way man. i felt i'll be honest with you wow the trailer people seem to like it i guess once yeah. it once it finally worked totally. um but uh, apparently and it looks like more of the same or, or whatever there hasn't been a borderlands this gen where do you stand on it I, oh i love it now okay. the presentation uh-huh. definitely Randy is, if you guys are not familiar, Randy, the the executive, I don't know what he is at Gearbox, but he like had like a bedazzled vest on and he had glass. It's just that like, man looking like yeah. a bag of chips yeah, up like there. Okay. I was like, what is this stale. guy doing? Yeah. Daniel says Randy is a gross person to be honest. Yeah. I mean like that's the state of, okay. he looks like the guy in the Mucinex commercial. He, yeah. I mean, he really does. That's a really good, that's a really good point. Caleb's always been true. But as far as the game, I have to be honest. And here's where I'll try to... Uh, usher you in without grand tales of fairy tales. Like, don't expect a All perfect right. game. Don't expect sure. me to tell you it's the next Halo Three coming. Um, don't expect me to say Last of Us in a conversation with, you know. I know, I know where good games reach their peak. Sure. However, the best parts about Destiny, the best parts about looter shooters, are exploring foreign alien worlds, getting good gear, and playing with your friends. Borderlands is perfect because you can do it on your couch. Borderlands was a looter shooter with all of your best friends in one room and you could have your characters and level up and get the best loot. Every gun looks completely different. It's a grand time to be had. Even if you don't okay. know anything about the story of the characters, I'm telling you, if if we ha- we hang out before this podcast, that is like the perfect Borderlands opportunity. 
it is it is a game that is just enormously fun and it really knows it it doesn't take itself super seriously uh vehicles guns there, there's just no limitations you ever you like find video games where just like the slow moving i'm level one i can't do much you have to put all these hours in like yeah this game just throws you in as like just have fun okay so i'm super i'm like immensely excited just because 360 high school days was when we had nothing to do and we were so bad at playing halo online we would just play borderlands all the time and it never got old and i and i i uh yeah, I won't. I won't say it's a perfect game. I won't say you'll find a riveting story or a so a- online shared world shooter with other with other no, it's, people. It's, or it, you go in, you play it's... by yourself until oh, really? you split screen or you Xbox Live in. Um, gotcha. So if we play it, it'll just be me and you running around. Gotcha. And you'll auto level to me, and then from there you can make your own decisions. Understood. It's just really good at and couch play games are not there anymore. Yeah, it's no, four player looter shooter. It okay. started all this. Let me ask you this. Yeah. I don't know how much Sunset Overdrive you ended up playing. I watched some gameplay of Borderlands. I feel like I know the vibe and the aesthetic. Yeah. It, it, does it lean satirical or funny or yeah. like makes fun of itself kind of? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Okay. There's cool. no serious. I didn't know that. It is like, uh, what is it called when, a, when something like breaks the third wall and references to itself? I don't know if there's a word meta. for it. Meta. Yeah, it's like it's always meta. Okay. It's always referencing you as the gamer, referencing the game, referencing the storytelling. Cool. Um, I'm not sure about the villains. Throw in your if you guys have seen the trailer, the the villains were like a goth girl and a guy. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, not really like Final Fantasy ish. Like, I was like, what is going on here? Um, if you guys are familiar with the uh, Borderlands games, Handsome Jack has been the villain for a while. He was a great villain, um, but it's just it's gonna be a, a game that won't take itself seriously. It's really funny. Okay, it's really funny. That's cool. So, um, it'll be so let me ask you this: That's most likely a fall release. Yeah, right. September. Okay. Borderlands One is being remastered soon. I just spilled water live on camera. Did you? Yeah, it was a great time. Oh, I see your computer's wet. Is are you okay? Everything's great. It was just a Do you need a water. napkin? Yeah. You okay. <laughs> I don't know. All this Borderlands talk has got me all. Uh... Yeah, you're foaming at the <laughs> mouth over no, seriously, here. Seriously, right? Get yourself a vanilla coke and chill out, seriously, Andrew. Seriously, yeah. You're getting so excited. You okay, so <laughs> we're sorry. Borderlands One. Let's do it. Is that being remastered? Yeah. So I tried to listen and follow to Randy, but he was all over the place. What I can gather, Borderlands One has never been remastered. Like, I don't well, even know. because there was a, there was a, a handsome collection. Some, yeah, something. but it, yeah, it was never like what did they say like native on that next yeah, no, Xbox yeah, One. Right, so right, right. it's native now, but they made changes. Like they made changes within the game. I don't sure. know a lot of them. Daniel, you probably know all the facts about what they changed. I do not know that. Uh, but I do know they changed some of the minimap stuff, some of the customization. Like before, you could never change your skin, but they changed like customization options. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna feel like a new game, and it's not sixty dollars, which is exciting. It's only thirty. Cool. Uh, it might be forty, but it's a it's exciting. If it's forty, I'm gonna be mad at you. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna call you out. I'm gonna yeah. make you pay that ten dollar difference, Andrew. Usually, I have Daniel fact checking me, but he has said nothing. Maybe he's still ashamed that I spilled water. AFK. He's going to buy creamsicles. We all know that. Hopefully, um, he's going to buy Roro on Xbox. Oh, that'd be sweet. Well, speaking of which, where is Roro, dude? I know. He's I want to add a segment to the show where here. we check in on his Xbox shopping list, and he's not even here. If he is here, he's... Not even in the chat, bro. Gosh, that kid. We that love kid. you, but we miss you. We got to come up with, like, disciplinary measures for somebody who is always there. Yeah, Daniel, and... I actually went AFK. You were so right. Daniel, you're AFK? I mean, where are they? Where do they go? Roro, Daniel, what are we doing? Gosh. We're doing this show for no- <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. But anyway. Anyways. So, Borderlands, and that's April? 
Uh, it actually is. All right. I, and it's not an April one. Fool's joke. It's, it's legit. Not it's real. All right. Because it's hard to tell. Okay? All things I, Borderlands coming your way. And so I think that's a side quest we can go ahead and throw in here. The April Fool's <laughs> gaming news really frustrates me. Yeah. But here's why it frustrates me. It doesn't – I never fall for it. I just get really mad March 31st yeah. when I know I have to not go to IGN until April 2nd. Yeah. And it really bums me out. Is there anyone else – I think I'm the only one that has that's fallen for an April Fool's. Yeah, you're, you're really dumb. I'll if you honest. guys don't know, they did a Nintendo Switch Direct. They said everything would be coming to Nintendo Switch. I fell for it so hard. Poor guy. And I should have been monitoring his, his been, usage I'm, of the internet. I'm I was not thinking. I'm embarrassed. And I let you be fooled. You're a fool. I'm a fool. That's too bad. Better I luck next year. I fool. Yeah. Well, well yeah, I, I hate it too. Yeah, I, and I I don't know. I just, like, why? Because there are other people also need to get the actual news yeah. on April 1st. Yeah. There's a whole boy who cried wolf thing going on. And I just d- have decided to not learn anything on and April first. No, that's the that's the mantra, right? Just don't learn anything on April first. You can't do it. You can't. I mean, if you if you are ready to announce your baby, you can't do that. Yeah. I mean, not that I have a baby, but I'm just saying, people. Caleb. <laughs> every, everybody. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, tomorrow's. The, oh wait, no, it's yeah. April first. I can't. I'm yeah. like, that's a societal problem. Yeah. If we have dug ourselves a grave. Yeah. And so now people tweet. I have something really important to say, but I'll say it tomorrow. It's like, okay, A, why tweet that? Because now you're bugging me, and I'm going to be up all night thinking about what you have to talk about. But B, you, you, they should be able to say it. And then problem number three, they actually can't because it's April 1st. It's, it's just a weird time. <laughs> like, what? Uh, Robin says, did you guys see what Ubisoft did with For Honor and Rainbow Six for April Fool's? I did not. No. Daniel says, haha, the rabbits. Yeah, I'll look it up, Robin. Robin. I love you, dude. Uh, so uh, we're going to we're gonna find it out, but I did not see it. I, I just tried to avoid throw, it. Throw, throw some stuff in the chat. What'd they do? Um, oh, oh, <laughs> Rabbids, the game Rabbids? Like the Rabbids? Yeah, yeah. Like the added to Fort Honor, Unicorns and Teddy Bears <laughs> oh, to Rainbow Six funny. Siege. At that's least, funny. I mean, that, that was a day ago from Polygon. That's funny. Um, yeah, breaches into Toyland for April Fool's. Nice. So they bust into this whole Toy Story thing. That's funny. And see, that's that's creative and tasteful enough. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a, and I wonder if Rainbow Six hardcore guys yeah. were like, at all fooled yeah maybe if a trailer doesn't immediately reveal it's full of itself yeah. you know but that's my problem with IGN is they double they're no, so I, intense well they, and, and somebody got paid a full day's work they're so intense lie. with their they pay people to lie fools. it's just it's, it's, it's rude uh, at the end of the day it's just rude it's a waste of resources and I'm the sucker that falls for it. And and you know you ask yourself what sort of idiot would fall for this, and then you realize they oh, host right. a podcast. I, I, I co-host a podcast with them. Podcast X, Y, and Z. Yeah, the no, it, it's the number fun podcast. Did you know that? It the number of what the worst? No, no the number, <laughs> the number of fun podcast in the world. Yeah, yeah. The, I, the, that's just the word on the street. Yeah, it's, that's I, I just repeat what I hear. Yeah, no, for sure. We don't make things up here. Yeah. But anyway, I'm just glad it's April second. Kudos to normalcy. Uh, Massey Williams said that Arya dies in episode two on Fallon two. Everyone just using April Fools to just yeah, troll uh, people. It's bad. It's bad. Talking about Game of Thrones yeah. and stuff, dude. I saw Jon Snow on Stephen Colbert, uh-huh. and Colbert was like, "Let me start to guess Game of Thrones endings yeah. and read your poker face." That was pretty good. Pretty it was good. tasteful, and it was good because Jon Snow. You can tell Kit Harrington yeah. has been doing press releases for yeah. three years straight, yeah. uh-huh. and he's so done. Yeah, and so he's just kind of being polite. But it was it was well done. Yeah. Potential for cringe through right, the roof, right, right, you know. Right, right, yeah. But Stephen handled himself well. I'm so ready to watch Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones season two, April 14th. Andrew, let's jump to story mission number two. Um, this is such a, and I don't even want to call it a bittersweet relationship anymore. I want to call it a bitter bitter relationship. 
because I it just anthem has destroyed every part of me. Uh oh, this is trigger word today. Trigger and, word today. Um, trigger word of the day is anthem. Our deal, our daily listeners. Um, anthem was doomed from the jump, Andrew. Um, Jason Schreier, I believe, over at Kotaku released this super duper long article. Oh yeah, if you're interested, he in, is now yeah. a book writer, basically. Usually we uh, we cover news that is short enough for us to talk about, and then you guys to look up. Probably don't look up unless you have like the next hour and a half. And it's not even that it's short enough for us to talk about, but it's short enough to where we don't lose our minds reading it. You can I have the attention mind. span of a butterfly. Yeah, that's had too much orange vanilla coke. <laughs> so it's like I got I, I skimmed through this article. Oh, he literally is a book writer. Dan- Daniel says he's actually a book writer. Like that's what he does. I believe it. I believe it. Oh, wow. Um, he's super. He's quality. Why does Daniel know all this stuff. I'm telling you, Daniel. I hate him. He's he's the best. I love <laughs> Daniel, him. I love him. I love you him. You are a madman. I love him to death. You are and a genius. Who, who, he's back. He was AFK and now he's back. He wrote a book called Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. I don't like. How do you? Know? Okay, Daniel, you're a Blood, man. Sweat. Oh yeah, you're right. I, I you're right know. about that. He what is, is that? he is right about that. It's a video game book mm. about development, right? I have a video game book about video game journalism. I forget who wrote that. Wow. But anyway, here's why we're talking about it. He does this long drawn out story of the development of Anthem. And basically this game was doomed from the jump, like we said. It was screwed. It's always been screwed. Yeah. So here are just a couple of things from it. I'm not going to quote it or read it. Most podcasts will cite their guy and wish we said his name. I'm fine on that. I don't want to read the whole thing. This game was called Beyond mm-hmm. up until like two days before it was revealed. The game was a completely different game. And then the trailer reveal was, com- was a completely different engine and makeup of the game that actually launched for us. And I read something that they said. They said some people in the company didn't know what the game was like until they saw the launch trailer. I just, I really can't even fully, un- it's so funny how he does such a good job of explaining the facts and getting yeah. us to understand. But all we can understand is how little we understand. Dude, I, I, yeah. Because that's not even your typical, like, oh, it, things were rough around the office. You know, the Red Dead. We made them work 80 oh, hours right. a week. Yeah, I do remember This that. is, like, Greek. It's, like, hieroglyphics. Like, you can't even understand what's going on with this game. Yeah. So I can't imagine what it was like. And it makes so, so much sense that they're, they're mixing their messages now. Yeah. And what's funny, though, Andrew, is you and I praised their yeah. demos. Oh, yeah. And Huge. their live streams. Huge. But... W- where 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 was the and that's where it gets so confusing it's deceiving they gave us a really good poker face that they knew what they were doing because they didn't but if you're writing this long story about developers being so confused and so disgruntled and then you put them on in front of a demo like i get they're under contract and they can't say anything but it's just so confusing to me the way that they promise the community things because <laughs> even if i'm a developer promoting a bad product like orange vanilla coke i'll say it's good because yeah. i'm paid to do it i'm under right. contract i made it right but i'm not going to say it tastes like cherry and that's where the part of like them being on the demo was really strange for me looking back because they said a lot of things and maybe you know like part of the game is like they EA took things out and like developers didn't even know what would make the game but it's just really confusing to me to think like we watched countless demos of them not even knowing what the the heck they were yeah. talking about and, and and you and I have mentioned this on this podcast before of how does the development of these games work with the rise of Fortnite? Yeah. If, you, if we have a battle royale drop tomorrow, my immediate question is, how long have they been working on this? Yeah. Do they copy somebody else, or do they say the Bethesda excuse? Of, right. We've been here for years yeah. doing our own thing. Yeah. I feel like they were always watching the industry and changing and adapting yeah. these things. It's not how it works. Right. Like You have all these developers tirelessly working for years, and yeah. it was in pre-development. Mm. 
their E3 reveal was pre-development, technically. Yeah. Which, that's a no-no. Yeah. If, if, if I'm going to hop on the idea of your product yeah like that's the that's the uh like gofundme or kickstarter stage yeah no definitely where i'll throw you a couple bucks if i believe in you as a person yeah but the product i have no earthly idea what it might end up you know sort of being right um it it makes sense i'm just like it's so it makes sense that none of this makes sense daniel says apparently a ton of people who don't don't work at dice have had a ton of problems with the frostbite engine too and ea has forced all their devs on the engine it's sad, and I think, and I don't think I was like super hip or known because I was I was like hype with you, skeptical but hype. Uh-huh. But I think the one thing that I do feel like I got right is when I when we were talking like one of the first weeks it came out was saying like, I get that some games don't like don't hit the mark at launch, like Destiny and Fallout seventy six. Like at least you know what you kind of expect, and like they have wonky launches, but Anthem it seemed like it wasn't there and that was the major difference like destiny was like fun it didn't really load in but you knew what you were getting fallout 76 like you knew it was a crappy fallout game just like yeah. no npcs you knew it anthem was like it was something pre-development something e3 something demo and then launch it was like all well, different experiences and i latched onto andrew the the mystical i don't know what this world is gonna be like yeah and the sad irony is neither the, did the developer. Even they were like, we don't know what's going on. And, that's an, that's just and it's just like, oh my gosh. So if I were to sit down with one of them and then sit down with another one of them, they would describe to me two different games. Yeah. <laughs> and then exactly, the EA Frostbite thing. Yeah. They blanket statement this Frostbite engine across all their EA-ridden games. Mm-hmm. And the one game they have, Andrew that doesn't use frostbite is apex (laughs) it's just so funny apex because it's like oh yeah no the most successful ever like we're not gonna learn anything from that yeah (laughs) we're not gonna learn anything from that and they're they're choosing not to learn anything from that right and i haven't gone back to anthem there's a time where i was like i'm gonna finish it i'm gonna finish it i don't know if i'm gonna finish it i might fly around every once in a blue moon the odds that I crave that and don't actually go to Spider-Man because at least the missions are fun and I can spawn in right away, yeah. you know? <laughs> it's so sad. It it's is. So sad. I, you know, the plane crashed and burned and I was on it and yeah. that's fine. Hey, at least you got to experience you, it. You, 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 you learn. said that you yeah. wanted to be a part of that. Yeah. Um, and again, free content, it'll be a different game a year from now, whatever. I'll have it on my... Right. I yeah. can click on it yeah. and play And I'll buy it when it's $10. And right, right. And it'll be right. Exactly. Um, exactly. It's, yeah, it's just like... It's crazy. You would think they would figure out their crap by now. Dude, and also, like, the part of the article at the beginning when they said what it was supposed to be, it sounded so cool. I know. It was like you were an astronaut on a foreign planet, you have to start at the bottom of the food chain. And it was called Beyond because you go beyond the wall. I was like reading that. It's like Game of Thrones. I was like reading it like, whoa. And then they're like, okay, we need a different name. Yeah, and I was like, And then they're like, we'll, we'll pick a backup name of Anthem. And then Jason in the article was like, well, nobody knew what Anthem meant. Yeah. Yeah, then yeah. do we do we go back into the archives <laughs> yeah. and say, hey Gary, for whatever reason, you had mentioned Anthem yeah, and we yeah. wrote it down. You want to explain to us why you use that word? And then Gary's yeah. thinking, what? I thought we chose Beyond a year and a half ago. <laughs> and then Gary's in charge of a whole. And then and then again, AAA title. Gary is the downfall of the company. It's all Gary. Daniel says, I think Respawn definitely benefited from not being acquired by EA until recently. They made all of their own tech for Titanfall and now Apex. Yeah, it's it, and you speak. That is the way publishing is meant to be versus developing. 
And that's why we haven't gone... Pick up developers and say, we will funnel what you have already created out into the world instead of publishers capping developers yeah. and saying, you will do this, you will do this. It's choking the industry, yeah. and I'm sick of it. And that's the only reason I'm we're so not sick of it. a million-dollar podcaster is because we refuse EA support. That's the only reason we haven't moved to LA and like live this lavish lifestyle because yeah. we always get EA. That's the only reason. Up. That is yeah. literally the only reason. It's crazy. I mean, the, our helicopter's just sitting out there. I'm saying, and I'm like, not comfortable flying it yet because we will not stand for that. I'm not comfortable flying it yet. At, you know? so, at some point, you get too much, too big, and you head back down. We're just gonna stay where we are. Yeah, I mean, our partnership with Coke—it's crazy. Where I paid, and in return, like I got to drink this. It's crazy. You know, like that's pretty cool. Big things are happening, but if we can't <laughs> get on this EA train, like we're not gonna do it. We're not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Gonna we do have, it. have respect. <laughs> All right, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I was gonna say, Andrew, let's move on. Let's Story mission number three on the campaign for this evening: uh, Oxenfree developer talks Game Pass success. You want to pull up that article and, and pulling it up. Hit me up with a, just a couple things you. This is what you found for the campaign. Yeah, um, I thought it was super interesting. Read. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting. So if you're not familiar, Oxenfree, you played Oxenfree. Can you give a quick basis? Uh, I didn't play it. So good. 2D, awesome art style, decision-based, single-player story game where the story is different based on the decisions and bonds you create with these people. It's it's a sci-fi, um, lost TV show-esque adventure where a lot of crazy stuff happens and unfolds and your your teenager stranded on this island. Oh, wow. Yeah, super fun. I still haven't played it. I know you keep recommending it. Yeah. Um, but basically, I was interested by the article because we, we hear about the success by, by sales of Game Pass, but the developer of Oxenfree discussed sort of the behind-the-scenes development with Game Pass and how it really benefited him. Um, Daniel says, by the way, the ending to Oxenfree was so good. I guess he was really... Yeah, really loved the ending. it's, it's um, so, so good. Storytelling. But, yeah, so the developer touched on some things about, like, the these developers who have the target of like seven to fifteen hour games are really benefiting with the platform of Game Pass. And one thing that I found really interesting is he was hesitant to launch on Game Pass, and then he found that by having his game on Game Pass, he was learning things about how the players played and how people were interacting. Like Game Pass has apparently is just really good about collecting that data about how people search out genres and what games they play. That they like tailored their next game. For specifically what their target market wanted, which is just it's yeah. it's liberating. It must be so liberating to feel and to be as a developer. Um, if if you're especially if you're mid tier, right, and you have a seven to fifteen hour game, right now all these AAA titles are launching big stories, open worlds, thirty to sixty hour gameplay. If you're a mid tier developer and you have something like Oxenfree, and you're maybe hesitant to say, well, throw it on a subscription. I don't I don't know if it tanks my sales, and I don't know if it gives me the credit because. All the EAs in the world, if you side with something big, the potential for failure is big. I just thought it was a little liberating article to say the research behind Game Pass, the, the platform of Game Pass is really is really helpful for those developers. It made me happy just to even support it more uh, as I hear mid-tier developers saying it's it's optimal for our games. Yeah. I love it. I, and that's something that's so heartwarming to hear is yes a developer deserves to be skeptic as as they all should be of a brand new streaming service yeah. but then to also say hey like we're indies and this is our game and it actually it's brand awareness it's yeah. advertising game pass is advertising yeah i mean look at this like this is xbox homepage yeah and and it just has like operencia the stolen sun now available with xbox game pass play now right, right. we have talked about that of just like 
I wish I could just click on a game and play it. Yeah. I wish there were more free trials. Right. I wish there was whatever. Yeah. I would have never known that existed yeah. or cared. But now that I know I can click on it and go to it, right. it's so cool to see, especially if I supported that game early on and had Oxen free. Yeah. Again, through Xbox Live Gold, yeah. I once had it free and now I have it forever. Somebody else on Game Pass said, hey, I want to try out this game. Right. Like, you should. Exactly. And yeah. so because you're in the ecosystem enough, you're not really spending any more money. Yeah. But you're saying like, Oh, I get to try this for free, and yeah. somebody else also got to try it. And that's, I just think it was we, great. That's what I got to uh, play: Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, we saw that for Just Cause Four. Me and Tommy played Humans Fall Flat. There's a lot of dude. I saw your achievements for that. How was that, by the way? It's super. It's, it's, it's weird. It's I know weird. it's weird. It's just super fun with someone that is willing to have a fun time. Is it like 20 minutes, or like did you guys play for? Oh, we played like hours. Oh, we played not yeah. for like a long time, but we played enough to like know the game. And okay. it's like you have to be willing to have fun. If you're willing to solve puzzles, it's not really the game for you because it's, it takes itself really sarcastically. Gotcha. Um. But it's it's that's too funny. Yeah, it's funny. I always go to like community tab or whatever, uh, and I see the achievements. <laughs> yeah, I was like, fall what flat. are these idiots playing? Because oh, yeah. the art style, if you don't know, it's humans fall flat. Yeah, I was like. Andrew, like, why are you doing this, buddy? I thought you kind of yeah. went off the deep Oh, end. yeah, no. It's not a game you play by yourself. It is. <laughs> All right, yeah, that, that's a good point. It's extremely the, the audience of our, our friend group. And playing. that's a good point about Game Pass as a whole. Just experiment with, right. with and that's others. It. Like, go figure out, like, whoa, that was trash. Yeah. You know, like, that was trash. Let's click a different one. There are right. hundreds. And, and that's why it reinvents the gaming experience, because I don't have to say, do I have to spend $20 for this? Yeah, that's uh, true. Do I have to spend $30 for this? Like, oh, just click on Game Pass. It's less than a gig to download. Just download it. Just do it. Just it's a seven do it. to a ten Nike hour slogan, game, bro. Just, Just do, do it. it. Yeah. So it's cool. Game Pass. Game Pass. Game Pass. Roro get an Xbox, even though he's not listening. I don't care. Oh, he. It. I'm gonna tweet him the HD audio of this. I'm gonna say it, and again, we're gonna again. see if he listens all the way through. Roro get an Xbox. If he doesn't subtweet me, that means he didn't listen all the way through, which means I have further reason to attack him. And I have something to say to Roro because okay. I wanted to say so when I when I was gone mm-hmm. when Roro and Daniel hosted. You guys were talking about games you were excited for, and they mentioned Devil May Cry, and they were talking about it, and you were like skeptical, and Roro and Daniel kept saying like, I think it's gonna be really fun. They literally swayed me, and I bought it, and I wanted to tell them that I was having fun with it, but Roro's not here, so I'm Daniel and Roro. If you listen to this later, um, I really enjoy Devil May Cry. It's been really fun. It's not like something I have to take super seriously. I don't know anything about the story. It looks really great. Daniel says, yeah. He also says, I'm still waiting for the tattoos. If you're listening or you don't uh, know. That's a, that's a podcast remaster joke. It's but inside that, joke. That's why I want to say real quickly is like, Roro and Daniel, like these are viewers. These are friends. These are yeah. people that participate in the podcast with us and go to our website and tweet at us and stuff. We got a squad. We got so squad. if you're listening to this, and Tuesday nights at 9, you can become a part of something super special. Wow. That was and a then, really good pitch. And then you build this camaraderie, Whoa. and then you can you know attack Daniel. I and make like, fun of him. I feel like a viewer and I want to buy in just because how good you translated that. Thank you. That's I really, that. That was really, I that. That was really I good. That. So that's the second time you guys have switched. Third time, because Resident Evil is on there. They want us to play. And so the pendulum needs to swing. We need to, because we, we've influenced them before. Yeah. Believe it or not, they like to hear us speak, which I think is a miracle in and of itself. But Roro needs an Xbox One. The fact that he doesn't have one yet is a little bit blasphemous. We, need, we all need It's to almost playing. like he's lying. Daniel's biggest thing is Halo, Master And he's lying to himself. Yeah. That's the biggest tragedy, right? We'll get Roro and Xbox. Operation Get Roro and Xbox. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, let's move on. Story mission number four. Uh, Gollum is relevant <laughs> again. <laughs> so I never thought April I'd Fool's see the joke? day. No, it's real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Telltale. It's not Telltale, it's but not Telltale-esque. Yeah. Uh, game announced Lord of the Rings, Gollum is basically what this game is supposedly called. Point and click, um, dialogue. But is it dialogue? No, it's like some actions or no? I actually don't even know. Um, I don't know if you want to try to pull it up. 
I will pull um, it up. But I am so excited about that idea. Right now, as far as Lord of the Rings goes, there's the Amazon TV series in the works, and then you just go back and rewatch the old movies because they're awesome, and then you forget the Hobbit movies exist. That's basically the dynamic right now. Yeah. But that will hopefully be changing soon with this video game. And again, I'm ready for a quality action video game. A little bit beyond Shadow of Mordor. Yeah. And more the return of the king yeah, right like right. give me a give me yeah. something yeah um but this would be cool and that is a, a character that can exist on his own you yeah. know can have his oh, own definitely. monster story side thing so i'm super excited for it i, I like this um, quote that i found it said uh-huh. uh it's set before we learn about what happens to him in the books and that his split personality will play a part in how you play you'll come to decisions you have to make and you have the two voices talking to you he may change his mind and this is a clue about how it will play that that's pretty cool Gollum man it's that's so pretty cool. cool having two voices telling you what to do and we're recording and we're back we'll see what happens okay I'm sorry if the audio went out this is an experiment I'm just gonna let this go right. okay but the live stream is going so anyway Gollum yes it's gonna be super cool it's pretty cool um, I'm excited to see what happens with that um, I'm assuming we're far out from far any out. Yeah, like far, far way, out. they just way. announced All right. something. Also, it didn't like from the research that I did. It doesn't necessarily seem boxed in by Telltale. Like it might yeah. be more like. Well, does action. Telltale does Telltale exist? No. Right. Okay. So it, it's very weird. <laughs> Daniel says um, we need to go fund me to get Caleb a larger hard drive and roll our next box. <laughs> that's true if you, hey, if you want to mail me a hard drive I'll be all over. i need to i need to figure that out it happened with remastered when we recorded on sunday yeah we've had the audio went weird thankfully we've been blessed by with months and months of good quality but I that's guess true this past week has just been you know and and as the warning popped up uh-huh. I, small font but i feel like it said you guys are spitting too much fire oh yeah like i need to cool off uh, yeah, i yeah. felt like that's kind of what it was it saying basically but anyway it it's going now the audio is back and then just plugging along so i don't really know why it would do that Thing. But whatever, we'll see what happens. I'll see how I can upload that. Gollum should be fun. Gollum, if you're in the um, chat, throw in while we talk about this next story item. Throw in what have you been playing this last week? I want to hear from you guys. What is relevant in your guys' gaming life? With that, we can jump to the next story. Story mission number five, Andrew. It's not a huge jump away from Gollum. Okay. Uh, World War Z. World War Z. And we didn't talk about this when we originally planned to. I think it was a side mission last week. It was, but we were just talking about so much stuff last time. Um. That game is very much coming out soon, I think. And we watched um, some videos about and it. And we saw gameplay. It was like a gameplay mixed with a narrative, mixed with a reveal kind of thing. Um, but it looks super good. Um, wait, is the game called World War Z? The game is literally called World War Z, and it's like you play Sorry, the mo- Yeah, the movie came up, and I was like, what in the world? April 16th. That's super soon. So, yeah. Um, looks really cool. Yeah. Super like chaotic. Do you remember that like phrase that they said that was super unique and new? Oh yeah, you you were fascinated with it. So I'll let you say. Oh yeah. Do you know what it is? You call my bluff. Oh okay, yeah. At first I thought you just didn't know, so you were like, I'll let you say. You know that. You know that point. You're right. PVPVE. Yeah. Which I've never said before. PVPVE. Which is cool because if you're shooting hordes of zombies, then you got other homies coming up on you. Yeah. That's fun. And you said it was kind of like when you remember we were talking, you were kind of like it's kind of like Destiny, and I was like, hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. No, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, and I've always wanted to shoot my friends in Destiny. Yeah. If they're being dumb or if yeah. I want to shoot them. You know? <laughs> if so you want to shoot the them. The idea of... And it, I think it's a $40 game. We yes. sort of we confirmed up, We confirmed it wasn't $60. Which is perfect. Mm. Uh, yeah, we did. We did. We definitely did. Okay, okay. Um, and so I am super intrigued by it. I definitely kind of want to see how it plays. And if there's enough there. 
because it could just be a multiplayer mode. What are you, why did you give me that look? Oh, no, no, no. I didn't give you a look. You, like, looked into whoa, my soul. Whoa, I definitely did. Were you just unplugging your computer? Yeah, that's it. Right, I definitely grief. have a look. Good grief. Um, you look like I, like, should, insulted your lineage I or something. Did. Should, I, should I beat the dead horse by saying it would be kind of nice if you came on Game Pass? Beat that dead horse, dude, because you're absolutely right. right. <laughs> that's and it's prime time. It's prime time. Prime time Game Pass, but it's just it's definitely not. It's they definitely need to. Sure. They have a launch. If they're not gonna launch day one, they're not gonna launch day ten on Game Pass. So it'll be a while. Um, it probably depends on how it reviews. You know. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be so upset if Anthem goes to Game Pass. <laughs> I'm gonna be so upset. That would be that would uh, be interesting. That would be EA admitting big L on the forehead that would be very, which they don't tend to do so very interesting. we'll see what happens but look up World War Z if you haven't seen it yet it's super interesting concept um, that genre is good because it's not the typical right you know yeah. it's different yeah. um, and I and the movie did well for its time and so I think the, yeah. I think the game it's would different well. without being too different yeah Ooh, I like that I like the way you said that that was good because sometimes too uh, different is really dangerous for the HD audio the HD audio is like doing fine my computer's so weird Technology, man. Technology. Can't understand it. Don't want to. Gotta have it, though. Uh, Andrew, let's move on to our last story mission, unless anybody in the chat is feeling super chatty and wants us to keep going. Uh, Now that Battlefield 5 Firestorm's out for a bit, how does it rank in the world of Battle Royale? It's been one week or two. It's been enough days, I'll tell you that, to where I feel comfortable ranking it. I know we gave first impressions, but now we played it. We played it. We played it quite. We've played like two couple sessions of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think three separate days I've gone in to play it. Uh, I mean, how would you rank it? And why don't we why don't we give it one of the four slots yeah. of Ooh, Fortnite, Apex, Blackout, um, and Firestorm? But I'll give I'll definitely give some of my thoughts after I let it sit. Yeah, that's fine. The um, snow was really not good for me. I can't see, and maybe it's just me being a crappy player. Not I get that. I'm not- I might have the vision of a sixty year old lady. But I cannot tell where people are yeah. in that game, and even when the fire yeah, is there, actually, I'm like, is that a person or is that rock on fire? And it's it's always a person. It's me. But I, I behave it, as it, if it's a rock on fire. That's really me, man. I'm telling you. So I think I'm really frustrated with how much of the map is snow. The the parts of the map that aren't snow, I love. I think the map is is, is pretty good. I love the vehicles. I love uh, the high intense moments with the vehicles. Uh, the the in between moments are pretty dull for me. Looting is pretty yeah. dull for me. Uh, the game is still a little bit wonky, but the mechanics are there. It's, it's still kind of dull for me. I'm not sure where it ranks yet. I have to think about a little bit more, but uh, what about you? Well, it's funny because if people didn't know me outside of the podcast, they would think I hate Fortnite more than I hate like disease or illness. You know, people just <laughs> like, re- like Fortnite is the worst thing yeah, ever happening. Right, right. But I might rank this fourth out of the four of them. I might like, rather literally the worst. Oh, wow. not, not that it's bad, wow. but I would rather play wow. Fortnite wow. than. So what's your what's your list? Apex Fire, Apex Blackout, Fortnite. Fortnite, and this, and then PUBG on <laughs> the way down here. Oh, I forgot about PUBG, and so that's so. There you go. Battlefield's not last. Is PUBG last? Okay, then? Daniel. Daniel's with me. Visibility is much harder in Battlefield than other shooters. He's, it's he's, just frustrating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's. Uh, my it, friend says I just played Battlefield today with Andrew and he loved it, and that's that's true. I play it and I do enjoy it, but there are just some things that are just like and but and that's the thing you have to understand the the lens in which we're critiquing it. Battle royales are awesome. The game is awesome. We've been proponents of Battlefield Five. Oh since yeah, like day uh, one. absolutely. I still love the game. Yes, absolutely. That's a good point about PUBG. Yes. I didn't even think about that. Um, you know, uh, Firestorm I think, is yeah. new. I'd rank it third. 
Uh, Fortnite yeah. gots to go down. I put PUBG above Fortnite. I hate Fortnite so much. I'm sorry. It's uh, just, I haven't checked out PUBG yeah, in a long time, long. to be fair. I'm, I almost want to just go back in. I don't. Yeah. That's that's torture. No, I know. I know. I know. But I, I feel like I do, I feel like I need to. Yeah. For my integrity yeah. of a of a of a games journalist and podcaster, I'll do it for the team. Andrew. Do it for the podcast. I'll I'll spawn in, get 99th, get out of it's there. It's your job. You got to just Get in, get out, bro. You're it's it's funny. People think the objective is to last the longest. No, it's not. Just Be the first one out. Get out. Get yeah. out. Uh, yeah. my last thought about it is I th- I just don't think I'm the target market. And I think when I say that is because it's the same reason why I don't vibe with Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six is such an acclaimed, fun game, and I do have fun playing it, but it's too tactical for me. I'm not good. My oh, grew up, trash. I grew up on fast-paced Halo where I could throw a grenade, die, and then die 100 more times. Right. Battlefield Firestorm, the only reason I love Battlefield Five is I can respawn. Battlefield Firestorm is like the most intense tactical version of Battlefield, mm-hmm. and I'm just not very good. That's it. I'm just not very in tune to tactical games where it requires me to know the bullet drop and know how to see in all terrain. I want to play Call of Duty or uh, Apex where I can run in with a silly character Run and powers. jump and slide and throw smokes and giggle and laugh and ping. Yeah. And Firestorm, you don't know what you're doing, really. Yeah, I do love the vehicles. I wish that... It is, it is good. I wish people would embrace uh, that. It's really. just so funny. Again, they're on the brink of greatness, but they just don't yes. have it. It's a shell of a game yes. mode. They're on the... Yes, I, I would, I would like, go to my grave with that. They're I, on the brink dude, of great. Do you remember the desert map in Battlefield 1? Yeah. Why not do a battle royale in the desert? I, I see no point in sniping the current Firestorm map. Like, very little point. Just because it's, I don't know, every... It's just hilly and basic, and if you told me to, like, recreate the map or explain it to you, I feel like I could describe one block of the grid, and then I would just yeah. repeat that same layout, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, there's just not a lot there to it. I do like the fire. I like how the fire a fire destroys buildings. Spawning in looks. It makes cool. me scared. Yeah, that's something I, that is true. we talked about while we we're playing today. Is like it makes me terrified to be in the fire, and I, and I yeah. do really like the intense feel because Battle Royale like, got to a point where it is so fun that you forget the fear of like being in a Hunger Games game. And it's it is funny. I would I would easily say it's the most realistic Battle yeah. Royale. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's slow, boring, and creepy. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's not the most fun. Absolutely. It's brown and and dark blue. And gray. Now I just want to play <laughs> Everything's Apex. gray. Yeah. Daniel and Phil or Caleb, after this, do you want to play Apex with me? Dude, I'm going to get on. I'll, I'm going to get on and play Apex tonight for cool. sure. I haven't played in a while. Apex it is. Um, Andrew, any last words, jokes, wisdom, um, anything Man, you'd like to bestow upon our chat? Even, Sorry if you're listening to the HD audio and it like went out yeah. and now we're back. Now we're but back. here we are. We have a no editing policy. Yeah, we, we, Very strict. Even having remastered. And it's funny because they think that that's because we're just so natural and genuine, which is true. But it's also because I'm too lazy to figure it out. Um, yeah. Sometimes, you know. Yeah. And we do edit the video when it goes up. Yeah. But the audio, we're pretty good at just rolling. Just roll. It's it's good. Just be authentic. It's our style. Be authentic, bro. I don't Studio need to, 106. I don't, like, need to edit, I don't need to edit. I don't need to edit out anything I say. <laughs> I mean what I say, except when I don't mean it, and then I'll just say it later. Daniel says, "Got to go into work earlier than usual tomorrow. Can't play." 
Oh, uh, Daniel, I wonder what you're going to go to work in. You can call yourself a wambulance and it'll get <laughs> you there super fast. Daniel, we'll see you at Monday Night Gaming next Monday. No, I'm just kidding. I love you, buddy. Don't call a wambulance. You're awesome. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to us yeah. be idiots and talk about what we love. We love you guys. We, do. we love this. The community behind gaming is why we do this. We're excited to go to LA. We're excited to continue to talk We're about going this to stuff. LA. We're going to be watching Game of Thrones. We're going to be talking about TV, movies, music, faith, and video games. Thank you guys so much for being a part of E3? it. E3? We're Game family. of Thrones? We're family, bro. What? This is a family meeting. Oh, man. Oh, I love it. Guys, much love, and keep on gaming. Peace.